guys, we made it to 2019. Welcome to the new year, the best year ever, I think. Can we just pause for a moment and uh, give ourselves a little round of applause? Because we made it. We made it a whole nother year around the sun. We are coming into an exciting time for hairdressers. Like Meg Scapani in one of our episodes said, hairdressers are having a moment. We totally are. I mean... I am so excited about being a hairdresser right now in 2019. I could never have imagined the opportunities that we would have at this time in our lives. I mean, it's unreal. And I am so excited for you and you and you and you and you and you and all of us. I'm just really happy. I'm really happy. I am. I'm really thrilled. I'm thrilled to be able to be here. I'm so grateful for all of you listening, for hanging with me through 2018 as I transitioned into this new space of podcasting and personal development, meditation, mindfulness, and bringing you some fresh new stuff. So thank you. Thank you so much. I just want to take that time to to really express that because without you, I would just probably be a girl sitting in my jammies talking to myself and instead I get to hang out with you. So I love you so much. Thank you. To start off 2019 extra special, I'm bringing you a completely different lineup for the month of January. We are dedicating all of January to health and wellness, our minds, our bodies, our souls. And I'm having conversations with four non-hairdressers who I have gotten to know really well over the past few years and I think are going to blow your mind with the wealth of knowledge that they have. And they're going to bring us some major insight that I truly think is going to help impact the progression of our industry starting right here on the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. I'm a big believer that sometimes we have to step away from what's right in front of us so that we can see a bigger picture. And that's why I wanted to bring in some experts from outside of our field to offer up their perspective on how we can live healthier lives, live more fulfilled lives, be more successful, but while still maintaining our harmonious balance in our lives, because that's something that's so important. And these ladies know what's up. So today... Our special guest is my good friend, Julia Chebatar. She's a New York private chef. She's got some major New York City badass clientele, a health coach, a mentor to aspiring private chefs in the city, and she's one of my really good friends that we met through meditation. We'll talk a little bit later about how we met and all of our fun journeys that we went on this last fall together. It's pretty funny. And diving into this episode, she's going to be dropping some major knowledge about some of the most trending health tips that are out there right now. And she's also going to be talking about how we can meal prep easier, get more done, eat healthier, and stop living off of French fries and Diet Coke in the back room. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, you do. And no judgment because I used to do the same thing. (laughs) So plug in your earphones, tune out the outside world. And let's learn a little bit about how to live a healthier lifestyle in 2019 with the amazing Health Chef Julia. Welcome, Julia, to Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. Thank you so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell the whole world, I I want them to to know who Julia Chabatar is and what you do, where you live, what your life is like. Tell us all the things. <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I live in New York. I'm a private chef. Um, you can follow me at Health Chef Julia. Um, a few years ago, I was really overworked and stressed and really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I was like 28 and being like, I went to college. I did this. I did the other thing. I did the, the things that everyone is supposed to do. But there's something else, and I just don't know what it is yet. And I did some soul-searching, and I joined every women's networking group and went to every – picked everyone's brain for coffee and knew that I had a passion for food and knew that I wanted to be in food because I had been working in the restaurant industry for almost a decade at this point. Um, And I discovered that – I wanted to pursue a career as a private chef. I didn't really know anyone who was doing it. I thought that it would be like a very lucrative, interesting, 
career path. And it is. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely like made me experience things that I never thought I'd experience. Do things I never thought I'd, ex- I'd do like go to Indianapolis and Salt Lake City on a hair tour. Um, <laughs> so it's been really That was fun seeing you out of, out of New York City, by the <laughs> way. It was like we took like the little hometown girl and put her in the big city, but we did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Just so side fun. note, the funniest thing I've seen in all 2018 was Julia's face at a Midwest Trader Joe's. <laughs> they packed <laughs> the bags for you. <laughs> it was fabulous. <laughs> I'm like, what? People don't pack your groceries in New York City? Hell no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this guy was so chatty and so sweet. I was just like, wow. I thought you guys were going to get married after that. I was, I was, I was open. So just to let let everybody know what we're talking about, because we probably have some listeners who are like, what the hell are you guys even talking about? So I did a conscious hair coloring tour all across the United States in 2018, uh, which when we're broadcasting this, it's going to be in the new year in 2019. And I invited Julia to come along with me to six different cities. (laughs) And she created a healthy, health-conscious, energy-sustaining meal plan for us for the day so that we could not only learn how to do amazing hair color, business, but also feed and fuel our minds and bodies. And so it was a really, really special experience to have such an amazing chef from New York City who has like celebrity clientele come hang out with us hairdressers and <laughs> seriously just empowered so many of us to want to eat better. I mean, I celery juice now. I didn't even have a juicer. I didn't even know what a juicer was, to be honest. And you know you love it now. I am obsessed with it, except my husband hates it. He's like, can you clean this thing? It's always kind of dirty because I just kind of leave it like hoping (laughs) the the juicer fairies will clean it for me but they don't so but yeah it's it's been really throw it in the dishwasher yeah but then you get all the pulpy stuff you gotta like scrub it with a little scrubber thing the whole thing but I do it anyway because it's good for me because Julia said so yes um yeah so that was an amazing experience, and that's why I really wanted to start off 2019 having Julia come on here and chat with us about all things health and food because that was something we really discovered, right, on this tour? Yes. Was that definitely. hairdressers were, like, mesmerized when she talked for – she had a 30-minute segment talking about 10 health tips and just how to eat more consciously and – not feel like crap. So. I love that all the ladies are actually still contacting me via like Instagram messaging. Being like, is this good? Is this good? Um, and like Ainsley and all the girls from Colorado are like asking me how to make these like vegan quinoa flour French toast bites. So it's been really fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, awesome. See, changing the world one meal plan at a time. <laughs> that could be you're welcome you can use that that could be my tagline <laughs> um yeah wait so going back um so yeah finish i started this career goal i was like i'm gonna start meal prepping let's see where that takes me and it's taking me to pretty amazing places um so what is meal prepping? Just to clarify, like meal prepping, because that's so I, I feel like in, that's a buzzword that we I don't really know what that means. So I come into people's homes once a week, and I create a menu for the week and a meal plan, and then I prepare it. I stock their fridge, I label the containers, I cook everything, I clean everything, and I leave. I'm like a fairy that comes in, prepares it, stocks it, and leaves it all clean. You're the juicer fairy that I need. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I won't come to Michigan. <laughs> come back. Come back. Dear. Um, so you started off meal prepping. So I started off meal prepping. Um, and I saw that there was a market for it. And there, 
there's a huge market for it, not just in yeah, New York, but sure. in all over the country. Um, I myself am sometimes a hypocrite, you know, like I, I talk about meal prepping and I tell all my clients to meal prep and I meal prep for them. But when I get home after two clients meal prepping for like nine hours, the last thing I'm going to do is meal prep for myself. So I even have to like map out a day where I will go grocery shopping and meal prep and cook healthy foods in the fridge for the weeks that I'm not stuck ordering takeout every night. Oh, girl, we can totally relate. We are the last ones to get our hair done. We're the last ones to take care of ourselves. And honestly, that's a huge reason why Limitless Hairdresser came to exist is because we're always take just like you are taking care of your clients, like cooking food for people all the time. Like put, we always put ourselves last and yeah. it gets you, it catches up to you eventually totally. and you get burnt totally. out and you start to like, that's why work life balance sounds awful. Like it sounds like such a kitschy phrase, but it really does matter. And it really does need to happen because it, when you, Stop the work-life balance and you stop taking care of yourself. Everything else will deteriorate. Your work will get worse. The product will get worse. The quality will get worse. And you will just, like, burn out and get sick. As I just did. I had, like, the flu all week. But you really do need to take care of yourself. Like, I had a client today. And afterwards, he's like, okay, I'm going to get my nails done. Like, I needed it. And you just have to carve out that time for self-care. Absolutely. It's hard though sometimes, but I think extremely hard. Um, you know, food food has definitely helped me for sure. I, I don't like to call it work life balance because I find when I do that that I always am like seeking this perfect formula in which I know it doesn't I mean I have two kids. Like that that formula does not exist. Uh, <laughs> it's that's a, why I said, like, it sounds kitschy, but I don't know yeah. how to, like, say it. I start calling it work-life harmony. Okay. So everything has to kind of flow into the next moment. So if, like, I started trying to, to create a ritual of drinking celery juice every single day. Yes. And that was something that I, I wanted to do. Well, the day that I didn't have time to make celery juice I was like <gasps> I didn't have my celery juice today oh my gosh everything's like gonna be you bad you have to let that go you I know let that go like if you get five out of seven days that you had your celery juice like score exactly like I have to like there are days when I book workout class and I either like physically cannot get up and need an extra hour of sleep to function for the rest of the day and I miss the class or like it, you can't be perfect all the time. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think so that's you have why to I like, had to throw out like the this balance mindset because there isn't this like perfect thing. You have to like have good intentions, but also allow a little bit of grace. Like like you, I love your one post where you are sitting in front of this big, huge, giant cheese pizza. You remember that. <laughs> picture and I was like health chef Julia eats pizza yes it's okay and deep fried food is okay too it's not okay every single day yeah like I had a salad for dinner tonight and I was like oh I really want some chocolate like I want something sweet and I was like all right that means I have to get outside of my building like walk to the bodega go there get it like is it worth all of that do I need it? Like, if I just need something sweet, what if I had some, like, tea with honey and lemon? Mm. And I had some tea with honey and lemon, and it went away. And I didn't, like, shove a bunch of sugar and crap into my mouth. So that was my one goal of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a – you know what? That's a great goal. That's a great goal to have. Um, so a little bit about how we're connected – Let's talk about that for a second, like, okay. because I feel, I feel like I have made so many 
relationships lately, which have just all been so interesting. Every single person I've talked to on this podcast, I kind of have taken a step back looking back at all of 2018 and every person that I've met and every person I talked to, it was all such an interesting little like path on how we became connected or, you know, connect 2018. I thought it was 2017. Yes. We met in New York when I was there for fashion week. Yes. And we met at a random bar in Brooklyn that I had never been to before. What was it called? I felt like it was a blind date. (laughs) It was a blind date. I didn't even know who I was looking for. We were like getting set up. I like went to look for you. I was like, I think I kind of saw her on Instagram. Like, what does this girl look like? Oh my gosh. It's so, it just really. We did get set up. We got set up in a text and it was like, okay, meet. (laughs) It's also weird. By Phil. But so my uncle is, uh, teaches meditation and in New York and is um, Julia's meditation teacher in New York City and he told me I've got this uh, this girl her name's Julia I think you guys would like really like each other you're on a similar path and she's an entrepreneur and she's really into health and wellness you're about the same age you guys should totally meet I'm like yeah okay sure yeah, he was like and I'm my niece she's into hair <laughs> She's teaching hairdressers. I'm like, what? What it is this? It still cracks me up. And um, so we went to a, we went to we got drinks and we went yeah. to a concert. Yeah, we went to an Arizona concert, which was fantastic. It was, and the venue was cool, and we got free tickets. Yeah, and then this is the best part. Well, you don't really remember this, but we went and had oysters. I don't know why I remember oysters, probably because I don't eat oysters anymore, but... When did we have oysters? We we were eating oysters and drinking Bloody Marys outside this little cafe. I felt like I was in France or something in in New York because everywhere in New York, just you're in a different place. And Julia, I told Julia that somehow we got on this concept of podcast. And Oh, yeah, I told you that you should have a podcast and that you should... Yeah, and I have notes. But I don't know. I'm trying to think of what, where we were. We? I don't know where we were, but we were somewhere really cool. And we were outside on a street, which in Michigan, I don't have that luxury very often. So I felt, felt like I was just the queen. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that. I was like, you know what? There aren't any hairdressers that have podcasts. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Julia, for making <laughs> this exist. Thank you, Phil, for setting this all in motion. Thank you, universe. Yes. Yes. So it's it's a really interesting way. So a lot of the theme of the people that I've been talking to, because Julia is the first non-hairdresser that I've had on the podcast. Um, each hairdresser that I've But I feel I've like done, now I can be. You are like, like I, honorary. I told someone the other day, she was like, look at my highlights. They're so bad. I'm like, oh. Yeah, she definitely didn't contour. Uh, uh, wait, no, what did I say? Contour. Yeah, I was saying she definitely didn't contour that correctly. <laughs> she didn't do the um, spear, not spear. What am I? Uh, uh, when you, what are the, the terms they use in the class? When it's like Shadow. Oh, orbit. Orbit. I was like, yeah, she definitely didn't orbit properly. <laughs> you have like really like thin um, highlights in the front, which aren't blended well and you should really consider like contouring and balayage because this this look isn't working and she was like oh my god you're so right how do you know and I'm like I just know but you need a better hairdresser (laughs) that's amazing she was like can you send me your friend's information and I was like yeah it's Kelly Mason (laughs) um I am accepting uh out-of-state clientele for a fee. <laughs> <laughs> I need housing, flight, meal plan. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> also, I'm not kill- kidding. Just, if anyone's out there, you housing want housing <laughs> and meal plan. That means you're staying at my house and I'm cooking for you. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. I will be there. I will be there soon. Um. Okay, so anyway, yeah, guys, that is that's that's the that's the story. I'm sticking to it. 
But really, I, I am super excited for Julia to kind of share some stuff with us um, on it's the new year. It's coming into this time where everybody's got all of these goals and it's kind of hard to stick to. So Julia has helped me so much. Just kind of be open-minded like she's talking about. Give yourself some grace. Eat a piece of pizza if you need to, but really sticking to something that will work for you. And so tell us what are your what are your favorite things? Like what are your clients really loving right now that that you think would work well for us kind of after you've spent so much time with hairdressers knowing what our lifestyle is like, knowing how um what kind of pace we live at? What are some a few tips that you could give us coming into this next year to kind of set up, set us up for success. Yeah. So I actually definitely think there are some definite wellness trends that are going to happen in 2019 that everybody should kind of partake in. Um, Even though celery juice is like a thing now, I think it's only going to get bigger. Um, And I really think that if you want to take your health and wellness into like a perspective of, precautionary measures I would start with I would start juicing celery every day not every, like don't go crazy but like try to incorporate it in your diet regularly because as women who work in a really high intense on your feet all day um, you know almost like a little bit of a back backbreaking career because it's so intense and our stress levels are high and because our stress levels are high, our immune system is low and we're more susceptible to getting sick, getting an autoimmune disease, getting a weakened immune system that basically then releases any kind of and all sorts of medical issues. So in order to combat that, I definitely recommend celery juice to keep you at a high level of awareness, but also to help you with anti-inflammatory issues, like any type of, um, any type like of arthritis and stuff like that. Like car- we, yeah, get, we so get like, carpal tunnel a lot. <laughs> carpal tunnel, RA, knee pain, joint pain, um, shingles if you're really stressed, um, leaky gut, digestive issues, cystic acne, um, hair loss. um, All of that is intertwined with your immune system. So by supporting your system with celery juice every day, I really think that it can, not that I only think, but it's proven that it can combat and help fight against those things. What, um, what's in celery? Cause I know you, you, when we were going to Indianapolis, cause me and Cammy drove, mm-hmm. I juiced a bunch. Of, I, I made you, this is really funny. I made a ton of celery juice in a big Mason jar and we get there cause Julia flew and met us there and she goes, what is that? And I was it's like, like brown. it's celery juice. I juiced it for us guys. And she was like, no, no, it doesn't work like that. And it was like it was like warm, and it had been in the it car for like warm. six hours. It looks like brown. It looks like a jar of poop, like liquid diarrhea. Like her kid was sick you know in the back, I, and she brought it with her. I would have drank it if you didn't tell me. To. It was gross. Celery juice. So when you juice celery, like after thirty minutes, it basically loses all of its um, nutritional value. Like all of his, like all of its nutrients and anti-inflammatory benefits and everything that I'm telling you guys it's good for you it like dies off within 30 minutes if you don't really ingest it maybe not 30 minutes but like max a couple of hours and it's pointless yeah pretty quick because I've I've made it like took a shower got dressed and came back to it and I could see it already had kind of turned well, the separate the separating thing is fine yeah what is that just it's, it's, in case it's, anyone it's because... goes home and tries it and they're like what the hell is this I mean, separating is fine. Think about it. It's a whole, it's a whole object that you're squeezing Mm -hmm. its contents out of. So there are fibrous contents and there are less fibrous contents. So like 
it will separate because it's nature to try and go back to its original form. Um, so just take a fork or a spoon and stir it around and drink it. So drink the uh-huh. foamy stuff? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I leave some of it if it doesn't incorporate, but. No, it's absolutely fine. Okay. Celery is like rich in vitamin A, magnesium, iron, just all good for like your blood, your, all the nutrients that you need, your calcium, your kidneys, your hair, your skin, your nails, everything. Okay. Um, another wellness trend that I think is, it's big now, but it's going to like blow up in 2019 is CBD. Um, and there's like already a lot of things with CBD, but I really think that a tincture with CBD oil could be really beneficial throughout the day for relaxation, digestive help, um, calming, almost like valerian root or something to put you in like a meditative state midday could help. Uh, maybe you have a really busy day, your clients back to back to back to back. And it could help to calm your nerves, get you through the day, relax you, and give you that like added little boost. So I would incorporate that. Um, I would also, a big thing is water. You really need to stay hydrated. Um, A gallon a day is a little crazy, but half a gallon isn't. Um, And you really need to flush out your body and really, like I noticed the other day, I was so busy. I had a, a brunch party all day. I was like, holy crap, I haven't drank a single sip of water the entire day. And I came home and I chugged so much water, but I was like lethargic by the end of it because I didn't hydrate my body and energize it the way that it needed to, to keep me going throughout the day. Um, I know that nut milks, another trend I would think would be like um, making your own nut milk. It's a lot easier than it seems. And the nut milk brands that are out there are kind of garbage, like Silk and Pacific. And, they're um, no good? No, they're awful. Like, read the ingredients. There's like 17,000 ingredients in it. Oh, man. The only brand that I like is actually Elmhurst because the ingredients are filtered water and nuts. Hmm. But it's one cup of nuts to four cups of water. Soak it overnight in your fridge in a container. Put it in a blender and go on Amazon and buy a nut milk bag for three ninety nine, and you've got fresh nut milk for three days. I'm gonna have to do that because I'm buying the garbage one. I think. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's convenient. You think you know? It's all about like branding and packaging. And you're at the grocery store. You're like, oh, low fat. Oh, almond milk. Oh, soy. Whatever. But yeah. read the ingredients. Even like, so like oat milk is really big right now and Oatly is good, but it does contain sugar. So like, I don't like to have milk with like additives at all. So I would, I would, you know, consider making your own oat milk unless you're fine with the sugar and you don't really ingest a lot of other sugars throughout the day. Oatly is a great brand then. Okay. Um, what about like coconut milk, almond milk, or cashew milk? Like what's the best one if you're going to buy it from the store? Um, cashew milk you can make yourself. Almond milk you can make yourself. The only one I would buy from the store is coconut milk because it's a pain in the ass to make. Um, and there are some great brands. Don't like buy the canned coconut milk if you're making soups or desserts. Um, Vito Coco makes a great coconut milk. Read the ingredients. Like if it has all of these additives and carrageenan and um, binders and all of these things to like thicken it, don't buy that brand. We're all going to be raiding our kitchens after this. <laughs> I don't know if I, so I don't really support one type of diet. Like I don't think that you need to be keto or you should be vegan or you should be this or you should be that. I think you really need to listen to your body. And I really hope that in 2019 we start listening to our bodies. Mm. Yes. Yes. Because I your body is going to tell you what you want, what you're craving, 
what you want to enjoy, what you feel better after not eating or feel better after eating. Um, and I think that the only way you can really figure out your body is if you eliminate stuff first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe everyone's 2019 goal should be starting with like a food combining or FOD mapping or elimination diet to see what these foods that they've been ingesting are doing to their bodies. So you go like a week without eating certain foods and you see how you feel. And then you slowly start to reincorporate them and you're like, oh crap, okay, I can't eat eggplants. I feel awful. Or, you know, I feel a lot better if I don't eat nightshades or corn or lots of gluten or grains. So I know that I cannot eat beans. I'm My stomach is in so much pain after I eat any type of legume. Isn't everyone's? I just, like, don't. No, some people, like, there are vegans who, like, need that for their protein and love it. I cannot have a bite without being in so much pain. Well, I primarily have eaten vegan for the last year. I wouldn't call myself a vegan. I'm not going to claim that title. But I have eaten mostly that way. And every time I eat beans, like, I love beans. They do not make me feel good at all. And I feel like like what you're saying about the elimination diet, like for me, I had to go full on like identifying myself with something so that I could just figure that out. Like being I don't I don't know if you need to identify yourself with something. I think that's I well, think that's it I had to well, that was my process of elimination. My process right, of but I feel like there's like eating mostly just plants, um, no dairy, no meat. But now it's interesting because, you know, between you and Mickey <laughs> breaking me out of my prison, I have tried incorporating different things. And it's really interesting the reaction that I get after and not having like I ate cheese the other day for the first time in like a year and a half maybe even two years I don't know it's been a long time and the next I thought I was going to be fine and I was like I kind of feel fine maybe I'm fine maybe I can eat this once in a while the next morning my lips were so swollen and I was talking to someone and I was like oh my god they're like what's wrong with your face (laughs) and it looked like I had lip injections because my lips were so swollen and I was like, oh my gosh, I think that I am like lactose. I must b- truly be lactose intolerant. I- so that's the point. So like for you, it helped you by saying you're vegan, but there's ways of doing like if you look up FODMAPing, it'll tell you like cut out nightshades, cut out these, you know, higher inflammatory causing foods that have been known to affect people's digestion and bodies and eat a, like a, a cleaner way and then slowly start reintroducing them. And it's basically what you did, but you just kind of went the full vegan route. Like, well, I kind you of don't also combined to. it with like this whole spiritual concept, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely helped me to eliminate a lot of things. And now that I'm in a, a different kind of place start reintroducing things and see what's kind of catching but it is really interesting to see what happens to your body when you cut out garbage yeah so many garbage to you garbage to your own body yeah it's basically just like poison Mm -hmm. um and don't even get me started on sugar like my body loves i love mushrooms my body loves mushrooms yeah. And some people like can't stand like Mickey won't eat mushrooms. My husband will not eat mushrooms. I love mushrooms. No. Can't get enough of them. Me that. too. They are fabulous for me. But you give me any type of legume, you give me tofu, you give me seitan, you give me tempeh, you give me too much of any type of carb or grain except for pasta. But I literally have pasta maybe like once every three months. Um, but if you give me like lots of like quinoa rice or legumes or processed like not whole foods like tofu tempeh seitan i'm done Hmm. i cannot digest them and that also has a lot to do with your blood type 
So like your blood type has an effect on your digestion, your predisposition, your genetics, your, um, you know, where you live, what type of produce and food you can get. So it all, it's all, there are, there are a bunch of different variables. Um, but I think that in 2019, we all need to get real comfortable with our bodies and listen and figure out what it needs. I feel like it's, this is like one of those things that's really easy to say. It's like, quit drinking, quit smoking or whatever. And then, you know, it's like, listen to our bodies. But sometimes our minds are saying, I want fat or I want this or I want that. Like, how do you know the difference between, but how do you know the difference between listening to your body and like listening to your mind? Drink some water. Drink some water. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Like satiate yourself. Okay. Sometimes like you're like craving something. It's because you're thirsty. Interesting. Have that water, have that palate cleanse and you're not going to want it anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Because sometimes my brain is like, go eat, you know, Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. And then if you have a coffee, do you still want Taco Bell? No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Or tea or something. It's kind of like this brain thing that's like filling, filling something. Totally. But I think the brain thing relates back to knowing what your body wants and needs. So once you have that kind of in the back of your mind, kind of like devil angel on your shoulders, then you know, like, oh, okay, like, not so bad, I had a burrito. But if you actually listen to your body and know that the beans and the rice are affecting you, you think differently about the cravings that you're having. Hmm. I think. And I've noticed that to be true with people that I've recommended, like, a food combining diet or a FOD mapping diet. It's only one week. Like, give it a week. See how you feel. I need a food combining diet in my life. I feel so much better. The moment I combine protein and starches and fruit in a meal, I'm done. Yeah. Can you tell everyone what food combining is because this is kind of new information to me and since you kind of brought to my awareness I've been consciously making an effort to navigate that as I'm preparing things for the kids and as I'm preparing things for myself can you just share that with that yeah so basically your body digests food foods at different rates so fruit digests at a different rate than protein so And fruit is only best on an empty stomach in the morning. When you have fruit later on the day, it breaks down your body as sugar. When you have it on an empty stomach, you get all its nutrients. So let's say fruit takes two hours to digest in the stomach. Then you have oatmeal with no fruit in it. Then... You wait three hours because you've just had that oatmeal, which is a grain. Then you have a salad with a piece of fish or a chicken. But you have to give your body the right – basically the concept is that you don't combine fruits, starches, and proteins together. Vegetables are interchangeable between each category, but the fruit, the starch, and the protein have to stay separate because they digest at different rates. And if you eat them all together, let's say we went to sushi. So we had grains, we had fish, and then we finished our sushi meal with fruit. And we're like, oh, we're so healthy. We're having fruit at the end instead of dessert. Well, the rice takes three hours to digest. The protein takes, let's say, three and a half. And the fruit is taking two. So it's getting digested quicker. And it's seeping through the protein and the rice and all fermenting in the gut causing gas and indigestion and upset stomach and basically anything from that Pepto-Bismol commercial diarrhea, upset stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's all that came to my mind right now. Um, But (laughs) through, because you're developing, you're like, that thing is fermenting in your gut. It's also creating bacteria, Mm. which is depleting the, the gut flora 
um, which is causing stomach issues like H. pylori and leaky gut and all of these other harmful things growing in the stomach. Can we also just talk for a second about leaky gut? You don't have to go too far into it, but just explain what that is because I keep hearing that as well. And it's not something I quite understand. So leaky gut is basically it's toxins in the stomach that are leaking into your not digestional tract, but they're just like leaking out overall and they're leaking through the intestinal walls. Does it get into your blood? Like, is it? It can't. So, like, if it, it's not that it gets into your blood, but it like infects the rest of your body. It kind of like poisons it. So, but leaky gut is not considered a condition by some gastroenterologists. They're like, that's a made-up disease. It's an autoimmune thing. It's not real. It's like um, the ascension flu. Just kidding. <laughs> so it's a digestive issue. Like it's bacteria and toxins that are leaking through the intestinal walls, basically. And um, it's really hard to diagnose. And the only way that you know that you have it is like through food elimination, basically, mm-hmm. and figuring out what the issue is and then healing the gut. So you have to like repair the gut lining and the, and the, um, intestinal walls through bone broth and marrow and eating a clean diet and restoring it all back to normal. Same thing. Is that like pH? Is that like a pH thing? No. No? No. Is Um, it a bacteria thing? Like a, um, like a probiotic? That's, so that's not, that's like your gut lining. Yeah. So it affects your gut wall. Um, and pH can help through that because like if you're at an alkaline state, bacteria can't grow in the gut. So mm-hmm. it kind of has to do with pH. And but... your celery juice. Yes, exactly. It's all making sense. We're 41 minutes in and I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's like, yes, I, it's like a light bulb just best... happened for me. I just, the bacteria yeah, of leaky gut can go into your bloodstream, but it's also like the bacteria of a lot of other things can enter your bloodstream. So like if you're eating a lot of high toxic fish and you're eating a lot of um, processed foods, it brings your body, it raises the heavy metals in your body. And that could also affect your digestion, your mood, your... All of the autoimmune issues we discussed, basically, like mm-hmm. all of the gut issues, the, the RA, the rheumatoid arthritis, the um, carpal tunnel, the inflammation, all of this is st- stemming from what you eat. So, like, what you eat is what you are. So, depending on what you eat and how you're eating it, it's going to affect the rest of your body. Um, and there's all these different ways that your food intake affects you um and it really like there's so much food sensitivities that people aren't recognizing in their own bodies that if they did could really help them in the long term if that makes sense yeah totally it's like a never-ending journey i feel like it's it's like shifting and shifting and shifting and shifting until you find something that works for you I guess like there's 100%. no there's no there's no right answer there's no like yeah. one thing person it's there's so many different things and so many different variables and um I'm speaking from my own experience because I'm working through it myself so you know I can't say that I'm an expert and I figured out this one way that works for everyone but, you know, I've noticed that alcohol intake affects me and um, sugar affects me and grains affect me. But on another person, it, those three things don't affect them at all. And it's like a key. They're like 101 and they're like, 
smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer and they don't even have anything wrong with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What are you made that's of? Because, that's because they their stress levels have always been okay. Uh-huh. Stress is really the chronic cause of most things. It like seeps into your body more than you think. Oh my God. Totally have felt that a million times. <laughs> But I feel like I feel less stressed when I'm eating healthy, when my body starts to feel – it's like um, it's like a yin and yang. As soon as I start eating more consciously, more intentionally, and more whole, mm-hmm. the more my stress level goes down. The more my stress level goes down, the more I feel inspired to eat healthy. A hundred percent. It's like they go, they go hand in hand all the time, but it's – it's this. That's because you like your mindset is, you know, like your focus because you're like focused on eating better. So I feel like your mindset is more focused on other things as well, or more open to being focused and, um, I guess open because you have all of this energy, all the right energy because you're eating the right things. Yeah, it's it's so interesting too because the more people that I talk to that are ex- experiencing really high levels of success and they're and you're going are they robots? Like how do they do all this and they're they have all these balls up in the air. They're managing mul- multiple companies. They're taking on the world and they don't seem stressed at all. They seem like super zen. Like, Who are these people? Please. I have, yeah, I've met a lot. I've met a lot and, and and just been around a lot of them. But the thing is, I feel like they all are eating really well. Mm-hmm. They're not eating Taco Bell and eating bags of chips and going out to eat all the time at a place that has butter on everything. <laughs> You know, eating very clean and healthy and green. Like you always were talking about eating the colors. Yeah, eating the rainbow. Eating the rainbow and just eating more from the earth, I guess, instead of from yeah, the, it's just like the processed whole foods. stuff. Like eating the whole item in its original state rather than – did you know that like I learned this the other day? In, um, when it says like 17 grain bread or enriched bread, I know you buy this. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Do you know what it means? What? There's it nothing means in it. That it enriched means that all of the nutrients of the whole wheat plant have been stripped and pulled out, made into bread. Like after it's been stripped, the thing that's left. They make it into the bread and then they re-put the chemicals of what was stripped back into the bread. That's weird. Yeah. So it's like so over-processed and so chemically filled. And that's what we're eating in so many things. That's why I like read the labels of your soy milk. Read the labels of your almond milk. There's like six things you can't pronounce. Those are chemicals that you shouldn't be eating. Mm. It's so hard. It's like the same with our with the beauty industry. There's so many chemicals and so many things and hair products that. That's a whole other thing that people <sighs> aren't realizing too. That the products that you're cleaning your house with, dyeing your hair with, putting on your face for makeup, all is ingested into your body at some level and is harmful. So like I love Windex. <laughs> I love Windex. I'm like the dad from the, my big fat Greek wedding. Can't get enough of Windex. Like, I like cleaning everything with Windex and <laughs> you and my mother and no, bleach. Like bleach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like it's, packed with harmful chemicals that like raise your heavy metals that raise the toxins in your body that affect your um autoimmune issues that affect your 
immune system that affect all these little triggers in your body that you don't realize. Okay, I never knew any of this about Windex. Wow. Well, it's like all cleaning products. They're all chemicals. So like, but switching to like cleaner. Well, I mean, not vinegar, but you can buy like nice cleaner products. They sell them. You don't have to like be like Susie Homemaker over there and like your own spray bottles of like Everything is vinegar. Like, no. (laughs) It's like buy some normal products. Like Honest Company actually makes some really good ones. Um, But there's so many chemicals and so many things that we don't realize. Like don't even get me started on feminine hygiene products and how many chemicals are in um, tampons. Yeah, that became a big thing recently. Well, that's why, like, we have toxic shock syndrome and all of these, all of these awful things from like tampons and like bleach particles being released when you have them inside of you. That's why you should buy a diva cup. To all the ladies out there, um, it's changed my life. Um, but I tried it. I struggled. If we're being really honest. <laughs> Well, you got to get used to it. I'm it's not going to lie. Like, you got to get like, hmm. real comfortable with yourself hmm. and be like, hmm, okay, let's do this. <laughs> and it'll take like, a few days, maybe even like two or three cycles to really get get to it. But once you do, life-changing and super economical because you have one Diva Cup for like a year or even maybe like a year and a half to two years. Yeah, where, where do you like put it? Like I have a husband and he's like so creeped out by it. <laughs> he's okay, like, so your husband's creeped out by that, but he's not creeped out by like tampons and pads. He's like, "What is that?" I would literally <laughs> wave around sitting, the face. This is sitting there. <laughs> First of all, I don't know where you bought your janky one, but if you buy <laughs> it's the bad, cup, I think I got the wrong size because I think you also got I, the wrong brand. I bought the one for <laughs> for after kids, but maybe I need uh, the, one the one that you should have bought. You had kids. <laughs> But anyway, the, oh God, the one that, that you bought and the, the one that people should buy oh, okay. comes with a pouch. Oh, I did not get a pouch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You bought a janky one. Yes, totally. <laughs> it's off. It's like a Chinatown one. Yeah, you bought like an off-brand. <laughs> it's like the, It has a nice little like pouch. The... <laughs> very, um, you know, girly and purple <laughs> and hidden away. Nope, but I don't have that. Why do you have to hide it? You should like it's wave not, it around. It was just no, I'm not I should just stop there. But it was sitting on my my little ledge in my bathroom right in front of the mirror. And he's like, "Why? Why? Why? Why, why is it? that right there?" <laughs> like, okay. "Where do I put it?" You get a Ziploc bag or a pouch or something and you put it away. True, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm low budge. I just no. Anywho, Moving right along. <laughs> Don't use tampons, kids. Um, you can. There's like Lola. There's better brands. But just be mindful of the things that you're ingesting, the things you're cleaning your house with, the things that you're using. Because um, it affects you. Just like you guys are more mindful of using like products like Surface. And um, hold on. I know the other one. I know it. I know it. Um, <laughs> Euphora. Euphora! Yeah. Um, I knew it. And I've been using Reverie, too. That's yeah, the so these are all, like, cleaner, plant-based, like, vegan-friendly products. And in the long term, like, it's so much better for you. Yeah. Like, you want to be as, as toxic-free as possible. And, and toxic-free is the way to be. Can from I your food that? to your products that you're using. What about, like, exercise? What What kind of things do you think are... I mean, I do yoga. I'm a big advocate for that. But I, I know not is, everybody's into that. I can't get into yoga. Like, yeah. I try. I, I've and I'm like, I am, when I'm doing yoga, I am in another dimension. I'm in like the sixth realm. I don't know where I am. I'm gone. Bye. See you in an hour and a half. See, that's me at Soul Cycle. Yeah, I went to Soul Cycle and almost died. I was. What's her like name? I need high intensity what, cardio. What's that girl's I name? I need Amy Schumer. I was Amy Schumer. <laughs> I was totally I need, her. I need dark lights, good music, high intensity. Like I need to be in the zone. Do you think I need it to matters? Be sweating like like he- like health 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 coach health conscious wise. Do you think 
what kind of exercise you're doing matters or as long as you're just like moving your body? I mean, everybody is so different. Yeah. It all depends. You know, like some people can't, I think it all depends on your body and like what interests you and what gets you going. Like if you made me do yoga every day, like I'll do it, but I won't really love it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I go out of my way and pay probably like stupid money for soul cycle. And I've tried other cycling places. I I just can't just not give me the same amount yeah. of joy. No, Soul Cycle's legit. They got they got a good thing going. It's super high energy. They know how to like invigorate all the senses and get you just I don't know what senses you're using aside from sight, but you know what I mean. It just gets you into a different state. Yeah, and then I do I do boxing and I do um like hit classes. Um, I hate running, so I just started doing berries, which is like very running forward, and I love it because the next day I like cannot sit down because my butt hurts so much and it's, it's great. Berries, berries boot camp. Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> you might need to let me make a list of the things I don't have, but you know I do have. <laughs> I have um, But exercise is important. Everybody should incorporate it into their routines. They'll feel so much better. Like, first week's going to suck if you don't work out a lot. Second week, you're going to be like, oh. By the third week, you'll be craving it and be upset that you missed it. Mm. And you just need to, like, keep pushing forward and make it a routine. Okay, so I have just, like, shifting gears slightly. You're incredibly successful, have a ginormous celebrity and high-profile clientele that we won't say and (laughs) um, have been developing health coaching programs. You're in culinary school to advance your skills and you're traveling all over Manhattan in all these people's houses creating food. Like, What are your tips to staying organized because I know a lot of the people who listen to Limitless Hairdresser, I mean, the entire premise of Limitless Hairdresser is to live a, a successful career path, whatever that looks like to you, and also maintain health, wellness, fulfillment, and joy while that process is in pursuit. So what are your tips or maybe even some of your struggles that you've realized you've overcome? Um, on this little journey of yours, a struggle of mine that I don't want to overcome (laughs) is, um, I need everything in a Google calendar alert. And I've gotten to the point where people know if I have a conversation with them and we have something like, yeah, let's meet this blah, blah, blah. Send me like they, they know that my next response is send me a Google calendar invite. If it's not on my phone, I will forget So it's like a bad quality of mine that I will forget because I'm so busy, but also like I've created this space with the people who know me pretty well and like want to connect or want to grab a drink or want to have a call. Like I've instilled it in my brain to ask them to send a Google invite. I don't, yeah, I don't even know what that is. Um, A Google calendar invite? Nope. I live by my Google calendar. It is color coordinated. My meal prepping is in blue. My appointments are in purple. My calls are in yellow. Like I have it structured on my phone and set up. I also use Calendly. Um, So if like somebody wants to schedule a call with me, I send them a link and the days and times that I am available show up and they can pick. And then I get a notification that they have chosen this time for a call and this is their number. And I get a Google alert when it's time. Hmm. Um, it's really helped me. Like it's the only way that I can stay super focused or like I will forget. Um, I also make lists. I am a list queen. I carry around a little black notebook and I just make lists all day. I make lists on my phone. I make lists in this book. I need to have lists and I need to have, be able to scratch like, you know, like cross it out. Did that come um, naturally to you or is that something you disciplined yourself to just become a habit? 
I've, I've tried, I've disciplined myself to make it a habit. Um, because, you know, I was forgetting things and things weren't going as smoothly as I wanted them. And as much as I want to say I have all the balls up in the air at the right time, like one will drop. And in order for it not to drop, I just need to have it written down. Something that I'm still struggling with and learning to figure out is time management. Um, procrastinating. Um, and I just think that's, a, unfortunately, it's like kind of in my nature. Even growing up, it was like the test, you know, like study the night before or a paper is due and I'm staying up all night or I'm, I do everything to the very last minute and then I'm like super stressed about it. Um, and then I execute it perfectly, but my struggle is definitely um, procrastination and time management. Which is hard for everyone. So yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that all of our struggles? It's like, mm, I think I'll do that later. Yeah, or like, <laughs> mm, my bed sounds really good right now. Yeah, right now I'm into Shit's Creek, like the TV show. Have you watched mm-hmm. that one yet? Yeah, it's great. Oh my it's god, so funny. I can't stop right now. Well, I already finished Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in like two days, season two. And I almost cried at the end. I was like, no more episodes. <laughs> you would love the show. I'm going to take a break after I finish watching this one, but it's making me laugh. And I'm just like so aligned with, I, like strangely with David. And also Mickey told me that I'm more, more. And I was like, oh, you are. <laughs> you like, totally <laughs> are. I was like, He's so right. I was like, Wait, am I? I was like, I almost want to be David. And he was, he was just like, no. No, Moira's the mom, right? Yes, yes. Yes, that's you. He was like, you're Moira. And I'm like. Yeah, you have like. Oh, my God. I am. Personalities. Yes. And all of these, it's like. These characters. Yes, David. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the outfits. Yes, and the, the personas. The yeah, wigs. you're definitely her. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right now she's running for city council and I just can't with it. Oh man, I think I'm a couple seasons behind. I've just gotten into Outlander. And <laughs> I don't even know. It's like so intense, but I'm not going to lie. The main character is so hot and they're having some very steamy sexual experiences in the 17th century while they're like in the midst of like witch oh. hunts. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones-y-ish. Not as, not as badass as Game of Thrones, but it's it's good. Yeah, I probably will tune out my mind for a little bit uh, sometime next year. But I'm going to try to, after this, like coming back to that whole harmonizing your life, like trying to find that balance. A lot of people will be like, you do all these things and you're going here and you're going there and you have all these kids and you're, you're it seems like you're always meditating and playing with crystals. And I'm like, but also sometimes if I'm just not in the mood to sit down and read a really deep book and just grow and expand my mind, like I just can't right now, I will sit my butt on the couch and I will watch like four shows in a row. I do it. I do it. I don't even feel guilty about that. That's like my daily routine of unwinding. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it I have just worked so hard all day long. Like I'm not going to go and read a book. I'm actually not like an avid reader like I am a big reader but I audiobook everything like I love audiobooks it's how I go through get through all of my book reading like I just can't sit there and focus and open up a book and be like that page turner kind of thing it's it has never been me even since like elementary school like I used to hate having to write book reports and stuff it just depends on which ones I get into but I think I'm just like an auditory um and visual learner so like reading to me isn't I don't know. I feel like it's more like at this point, it's more like I'm studying when I'm reading. Mm -hmm. Like all the books I'm reading are, I feel like they're, I can read them really slowly. Like I've been reading this book, Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism for like eight months. (laughs) And? And every time I pick it up and read it, it's profound. However, I can't just sit there and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to finish spiritual 
cutting through spiritual materialism and I'm going to know everything that needs to be known from it. So it's kind of like I I can surround myself with books and audios and 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 podcasts and things like that for small like I can only take small amounts. Mm-hmm. I can only consume small amounts of it before I've I've lost I've lost my 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 thought process and all of a sudden I've read 12 pages and I don't even remember what page 11 said. So anything else? Anything else you want to share with us before we? No, um, I'm going to be posting a lot more about like food combining and um, like tips and stuff like that come 2019. Like I finally have like a week off in between Christmas and New Year's where I'm going to block out a bunch of stuff and work on my newsletter and get a bunch of stuff done. So it's hard. I want people to know not to be overwhelmed when like work and life are consuming and the side hustle isn't getting as done because life happens and it's okay. Well, thank you, Julia, for all of your health and wellness wisdom. We appreciate you. Anytime. And I will drop all of the links where you can find Julia and her website and all of the amazing things she has to offer there on the show notes. So you can check that out after you're done listening and go follow her and give her all the love. Her posts are amazing. Her Instagram is just like impeccably branded. I used several of her examples in my conscious hair coloring class. So it's amazing. (laughs) You can totally learn tons from her um, on food, life, wellness, business all the things so thank you thank you so much and we will talk to you soon thank you yes thank you bye bye